Good morning, everybody. Um, apologize for this podcast being so tardy compared to the other ones. I try to release one every Sunday, but we got um, we had a heavy week of snowmobiling last week, and Sunday I was just tanked. So I was pretty tired, so I didn't send any out on uh, on Sunday. I apologize for that. Um, like to this podcast is brought to you by my donor and hence it's organ donation month so you see on facebook if you're in the transplant pages you'll see a bunch about um green shirt day and green shirt day has to do with a uh, a hockey team that was in a tragic accident several years ago and the what happened was one of the players who unfortunately passed away in this this accident, um, a Broncos player from Saskatchewan, okay? And uh, he donated his organs. So that was um, that was a big thing, of course, and, and, and it should be a big thing. So the, this young fella um, donated, pretty sure he donated all his organs. Um, and, uh, it's, it's one of those, it's one of those things where, um, you, you have a, uh, you know, obviously a, a, a horrific tragedy and out of that, I'm just trying to see here if all, if they donated all of his organs Um, oh, I thought for sure that all of them went, which is phenomenal. Um, of course, since I'm looking for it, I'm not very good at finding stuff sometimes. So of course, since I'm looking for it, I, I, I can't find it. But, um, I think, uh, I think that's pretty, pretty important when it comes to the, aspect of 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 organ tissue donation um you have you know guys like me and and a buddy of mine john Dickout. he's got a uh, he's got a podcast up on on podbeam and uh it's 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 a good um it's a good podcast and um he you know He's a guy that, uh, he's an actor, um, and his donor family, uh, the dad is, I've talked about him before, um, he has written a book. I think he's on his second book now. We're going to do a, once this uh, COVID thing calms down, we're going we're gonna to actually uh, take a family trip, uh, myself and my two daughters, and uh we're going to head down um, to Ontario. We're going to see John. Uh, my youngest wants to go to Ottawa, so we're going to go down to Ottawa. We're going to meet up with Rick. Uh, we're going to do a podcast with Rick. We're going to do a podcast with Rick and John together and hopefully get one of uh, um, Rick's son's friends involved and, and get a podcast with them too. I think I think that'll be uh, pretty cool if we can do that. So, but all these people that you know have had these 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 organs are all um, you know same with the cell transplants, right? That young Nevin fella who's had a cell transplant from his sister, he. Uh, he wouldn't be alive right now if it weren't for his sister's cells. You know, they, they, they'd, uh, he's got leukemia, so they do a blood transfusion. And, um, I mean, that kid was sick, you know, but but as those cells start to take, so that, that's another thing, right? You know, you, you, you pass away one of the big misconceptions is 
you know, well, I, you know, I, I'm 80 years old, so nothing I have will work or nothing I have is any good. No, that's, that's not true. Um, you know, if you have healthy ligaments or you have healthy this or you have healthy that, you, you know, all that stuff can be used. And I, I, I get the aspect that, you know, some people are like, oh, I don't want people rooting around with me when I'm dead. Well, you're dead. You know, I mean, in, in my case, um, you know, it really doesn't make any difference. Uh, I, I used to think that way until I got in the hospital and found out just how um, unconcerning it is for most people that are doing that job. I and mean, they see, you know, 100 dead people a day or whatever. Um, when it comes to, you know, say, say donating certain things once you're, you know, once you're on the table, you know, let's say you've, you know, you've, say you had a heart attack and you're not, there's no way you're going to come out when there's not a, your system's too banged up so you can't have a heart transplant. And, um, you, you know, you, you, so, you know, your kidneys are good, your liver's good, your lungs are good, pancreas is good, eyes are good. Uh, someone needs your blood type. Um, I don't know how cell transplant, stem cell transplant works entirely. Like whether that's your own stem cells, but I know that, um, you know, like a blood transfusion or blood transplant or blood cell transplant. You know, what, what if your blood's the blood, right? You know, they need three quarts. Well, you're not going to need it anymore. So they take the three quarts and you save, you know, that life. And then you save the two people with the kidneys and then the liver guy and the guy that's got a pancreas now. Um, and then the person who had, uh, you know, the lung disease, whatever that may be. And uh, now you save them. Saved a whole bunch of people with stuff that you weren't going to use anymore. That's, that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good trick, you know, when you're leaving. And, I mean, I, I know, like, death for the living sucks. You know, when you lose somebody, I just recently lost my, my grandfather. And he was 96 when he passed away. Um, you know, we, we did a podcast for him. He's a great guy. And, you know, I'm, 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 I'm sad that he's not here anymore. Like, I'd, I'd like to see him again. But that, that man lived a, uh, you know, that man lived a, a phenomenal life. And he he lived it, you know, to the fullest. Now, unfortunately, he he wasn't he wasn't viable. I don't think for any um, transplant at the end. But you know, um, and my mom wasn't either. I mean, it wasn't even really brought up to us. But but some of us, you know, we're walking around had an aneurysm, and all of a sudden we're brain dead. We got all these great organs. Oh well. It'd be really nice to, I know myself, if I can donate, you know, if my kidneys are in good shape, my liver's in good shape, and I go out this afternoon and drop dead on the floor with a heart attack and they can bring me back to life and they can harvest those organs and the blood cells and the lungs and whatever else they can use, take them, harvest them up, save somebody else, um, you know, give, give that other family the same gift that I was given you know, my kids, my wife, um, you know, other family members and all that sort of stuff, you know, f of an extra six and a half years almost. That's pretty good. That's a good gift to give to somebody. So, you know, there'd be an organ donation month. If, if, if you can sign that card, you know, or, or you can go on the internet. Um, uh, BC is beadonor.ca. And Alberta is, oh, um, uh, what Alberta is? I'm going to tell you what Alberta is right now, though. Um, you can sign up for it. I think you can sign up for it at the license office. And last time I was in the license office, I said, well, you know, you don't have any of your, your cards up. And I said, oh, yeah, you know, we, we put them out. Well, it's, you know, they know me down there quite well now. They know me as a, as a, as a transplant patient and they're, they're actually like, you know, when I said to him, well, geez, you know, do you think you guys could put them back up again? And, uh, 
turned out they were out. And because I brought it up, somebody went and ordered them right away. So, you know, they're not, they're not hard, but they're, they're only human, right? I mean, they're not hard to get along with it, but they're human. They have so many things they have to do in a day. And somebody comes in like me and just, you know, I, I always go in, I got to do a lot of stuff down there. And, um, I'm always friendly and, and, uh, and that. So, you know, they were very accommodating and they went to get that, that stuff settled out, um, um, in, uh, you know, r- r- anyway, right away. So, um, we, uh, I got some news last week about Kathy who is up at, she was up at 48,000. Now the last I heard, which was two days ago, uh, her CMV was down to, um, 1800. Now, the problem with that, of course, is um, her her system is taking a real a real beating, and uh, they're they're wondering how much more her her kidney can actually take. But there's the scar was telling me there's a bit of a back history here, and and I I think this is where. You know, um, London has a, a really good, you know, organ donations uh, thing, obviously. And uh, I, I know one of the doctors there he, he, for the heart side, and uh, he was phenomenal. But she was given a, a drug to combat some of the rejection. And it turns out that it is a magnet to CMV. And the uh, the new person that came in, I guess, replaced somebody else, um, didn't realize that her issue was CMV. And uh, anyway, this opened up the door for the CMV to come back. And, and you know, I, I, everybody's really thorough. Scott and Kathy and everybody's really thorough. But... I think as recipients, um, one of the important things for us to do to say avoid a situation like this, because I'm almost under the impression that the the CMV was almost brought back by this one med, and had it not been for this med, had they used the other the other steroid instead, this this CMV wouldn't have come back, and I know, you know, it's, it's hard and I know it's hard cause I've been there. So when I, when I say that, I actually know it when you're, when you're talking to the doctors and, and, you know, everybody's busy and everybody's doing their thing and, and, and all that sort of thing. Sometimes, you know, you, you, you just, you just trust your team. You just trust your team. But, but sometimes we need to ask. If, if there's been a shift change or if there's been this or if there's been that, um, sometimes we need to ask for, for clarification, you know, and the comment of, are, are you sure? Like this is, you know, because this has happened and this has happened and this has happened, that this is the proper thing. And sometimes that, that sparks the, the, um, the questioning. You know, and then all of a sudden the team will look down, look at it and and, uh, and 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 maybe resolve an issue that they didn't realize was there. OK, so just just as a mental note, you know, to, to maybe save a little bit of of um, of pain and suffering in the future, because because, you know, like Kathy's really strong and everything. But she's she's getting her butt kicked right now. Um, she's in there alone. She's fighting. And. uh uh, I talked to uh, Scott the other day on the phone uh, last weekend, and um, he was he was mentioning that you know she was able to talk to him for quite some time, but in the same breath as saying that she um, she did get tired during the conversation. She kind of you know she had to hang up and and go to sleep and stuff like that. And that that's that's hard. When you're in the hospital, you know, when you're talking to somebody that you love or whatever, and you know, you could be having a bad day, good day, whatever. 
Uh, and then all of a sudden you have to go because, you know, you're, you're tired, right? But in the same breath as saying that, whoever signed their organ donor card, Kathy was, from what I understand, was just about out of time with dialysis. She was running low on dialysis. So because, because she, um, because she got this, this kidney, this new kidney, it enabled her to, you know, start again without dialysis. And if she can beat this thing off one or two more times, then supposedly after about four to six months, that drug dissipates out of the system. And that will give her a better chance of keeping the CMV at, at bay. So, so let's hope that, that, uh, that she's able to do that. So of course, I'd like to thank my, my donor family for making that decision. Again, I, I don't know who my donor family is. Um, and I've never, you know, reached out to try and, I, I did send one letter, but I never heard anything back. So, um, it could have been because of a address change or, um, like a, a million different reasons I I see a lot of different reasons on the, uh, on different transplant pages about, you know, people not hearing at all and, and, and all that sort of thing. And, and I'm fine with it. Um, I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm just good with the way it is. Uh, sent, you know, sending out a letter and, you know, letting them know that, you know, that everything is good, that I'm doing well. Thank you so much, um, for making that decision. And, um, you know, during this month is, is a month, you know, you, you think about it, like when I was, I was downstairs yesterday, I was looking over some, some old pics. I got some pictures of me when I was younger, uh, playing net. I got some pictures with, um, you know, my family, my mom, my dad, myself, the girls, Tyler, um, there's three girls and then Tyler and then the two dogs are, are guys. So it's, you know, it's, it's easier to say the girls and Tyler, but it's not and Tyler. They're, they're all the same group, but it's, you know, it's just, there's only two of us, right? Against the three, they do gang up on us. Just, just to let you know, they pick on us relentlessly. So, um, you know, like when you look back at, at my grandfather and the fact that we had four full generations on the golf course once, um, you know, like when my mom passed away from melanoma cancer, there wasn't at that particular point in time, there wasn't the ability to have a stem cell. There wasn't the ability to have, you know, any type of, of transplant to prevent the melanoma. So it was, it was a, a, just a constant fight, you know, whereas as an organ recipient, that was my opportunity to get a second chance at carrying on with, you know, with, with life and, and, uh, and continuing to do the things that I, that I love to do, being a dad, being a husband, um, you know, hanging out with my buddies, my two little buddies there and, uh, you know, hunting, fishing, going outdoors, uh, jujitsu, um, you know, quad and snowmobiling, working out, all those things, hanging out with my wife, um, and, uh, you know, hanging out with Tyler and, and, uh, and, and doing stuff with the girls and all that sort of stuff. Those are all great things, but that, that, none of that happens unless there's that, that organ, right? And I, I was at a case where I wasn't leaving the hospital unless I got that heart. So there's a bunch of different ways that you can reach out to become an organ donor. Um, and like Alberta Organ Tissue Donation Registry. So you just look up on uh, 
on uh, you know the internet here and it'll take you right there becoming a donor um, consent to donate you know donation process and related info um, so here we go register intent update consent okay so let's see what happens here so I just hit the proceed so Oregon enter change or withdraw your consent online okay so let's see here before you begin to enter change to enter change or withdraw your consent to donate your organ tissue body you have to enter your personal and health information so I don't have my yeah I don't have my health care number handy with me here um, I'm gonna pause this and I'm, I'm gonna go get it and then we'll see how uh, uh, we'll see how this works here we're back at it so um, okay so here you enter your your first name okay so I'm gonna do that here's my first name and here's my last name and my gender and birth date I'm old I'm not going to tell you how old I am because I'm so old and that's my dirty rotten one of my dirty rotten kids talking while I'm doing podcasts and you can hear my dog's feet clip clopping in the back puppies they're not I'm just kidding they're awesome dogs my one my one likes to play the 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 heartstrings bit with my wife and he'll pretend that um, that he can't he, he can't get up on the couch and uh, he can because I've seen him get up on the couch um, but this way here he uh okay so then so then you put in your image okay so here you go all right so i choose to donate all my organs and tissue bang okay i did that and i think here now okay so transplant so transplant scientific research and medical medical education okay um i choose to donate now that should be covered. That should be covered under the, the top one. I choose this is for Alberta. I choose to donate all my organs and tissue for check all purposes that apply. Oh, I see. Only these egans are okay, so now you gotta go through here, so I'll go. Yeah, okay. Okay, so I choose to donate all these. So as soon as you click the one button, I guess everything is, okay, this goes down the next part. This, this page is a little confusing. It's not set up very good. And then it says, I choose to donate my whole body for medical education and research. Uh, yeah, that's not too bad because I don't have to pay for, for a funeral. So yeah, we'll do that. Oh, no, can't do that. Never mind. Okay. So transplant, scientific, and medical education. Okay, so now we continue. Um, yeah, this this page, this page, unfortunately, it's it's not set up very good. I'm not sure who sets up some of these these pages. It's just like when you go to use a, I've got this, this WD um, hard drive for my computer. And you have to go through like 35 different steps to get this thing to, to so you can actually download information on it when it, it could be two steps. But somebody somewhere is like, here, let's try and make this as horrible as possible for people to um, to use. So you actually have to go through and select every single one that you want to pick. So it, it's. You know, just put a select all button and make it easier for people. Anyway, I, I know I'm pissing them on a bit, but but this is why people, some people don't do this is because they, they just get frustrated with it and they get fed up. 
So, okay, then it goes, Alberta, Oregon, and Tissue Donation Registry, collection of your health and personal information. Yeah, that's fine. Um, medical education. There's a bunch of different jargon that I don't care about. Thank you for registering to become a donor. Boom, done. So even though I'm an idiot, I did that in about two or three minutes. And I would say that um, I would say that all in all, wherever you are, it's probably that easy. And you can also do it when you go to get your um, um, when you go to get your uh, uh, do you want to download? Yeah, it won't let me download it. Okay, let's see here. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, yeah, this is pretty cool. So I'm gonna email this to myself. <laughs> and then this way I'm gonna print it off. And what I'll do is, is I will, um, yeah, I'll just go there. And this is a organ, organ donor. And uh, boom. And what I'll do is, is over the weekend, I'll get everybody to, all oh, if they want to. I mean, they don't have to. It doesn't matter to me. I mean, I obviously I'd like all my family to sign up to be an organ donor, but if they don't want to, I'm not going to force them. It's free choice, right? Um, so there, I'm done. I'm an organ donor. And I mean, I didn't need to sign to think. Everybody in my family knows that, that, um, that I'm an organ donor. My transplant team knows that I'm an organ donor. Everybody who's anybody knows that, that I'm an absolute organ donor, tissue, whatever. And uh, maybe they could open up my skull, take a look at my brain and find out what's what's broken in there too. I don't know. You know, you never know, right? And, uh, um, or maybe they're not that good. They may not be that good now that I think about it. So... When you, you know, when you, shoot, oh, I just did something wrong there, shit. Anyway, so when you're, you know, when, when you're considering this, you're, you know, you're considering the fact that, that um, there's a lot of misconception out there about what doctors are doing when it comes time to be a organ donor. Like when I was in the hospital, okay, they could have not put in bivad. Okay. And nobody would have been, nobody would have said anything. No, his heart was too damaged. Um, maybe we should harvest his organs. They didn't though. They put the bivad in. And the bivad was risky for them to put that in. Like when they put that bivad in, I was you know, I was five seconds from death, but they still made that decision. So if you're thinking I, there's a lot of, there's a lot of misinformation out there by um, like, there's been a few different media branches, for instance, that they like to, you know, scare the shit out of everybody because you know, that's the only way for them to get ratings, which makes perfect sense. You can get more information about what's going on off of YouTube and certain select internet pages and Facebook, if you're if you're subscribing to a couple different pages, you can actually start to almost figure out some of the some of the truth there, depending on on how far one is to the left and how far one is to the right. Somewhere in the middle there is the truth. And when it comes to organ donation, I know that there was there was a couple um, uh, National Geographic. Um, What's his name? Uh, Suzuki. He, uh, I'm not a fan of his. Um, but I, anyway, we'll, we'll leave that out of this. He did a, um, he did a special on transplant involving two families. It, it was, it was a touching, very moving, um, story. It was great way to go about it. It showed both sides, 
But if you go onto my page and you go back through it, you'll see a lot of um, the uh, the hero walks. You know where they're 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 taking a person who's who's donating their organs um, to the operating room where they're where they're going to. Um, I think they call it harvest those organs and get those organs on the way. And and there's there's a lot of steps to doing that. You know, they have to make sure that said patient, especially for the lungs, said patient is at the hospital, said patient is ready. And I, I, th I think it's the lungs that they that they check and take first. So they're when they open you up to take your to take the organs, they're hoping that all the organs are great, but that's not always necessarily the case. Uh, some people will have hardening arteries in their heart or they may have an underlying condition that they, they never even realized. They, their lungs could be, you know, like my lungs have a bit of sarcoid in them. So the bottom part of my lungs are, are, are hardened out. They, they don't necessarily work. Um, I'm just looking up this uh, National Geographic. National Geographic. Whoops, I spelled geographic wrong. Um, so they'll, you know, and then they, you know, they find out, like some of the donations are done right there in that hospital, right? If they can get the person to that particular hospital, they get them there. Um, I don't know where my, my heart came from. They, they said it had to be flown in. And uh, there was a cousin of mine that thought maybe they knew who that uh, who that person was, but we, we never got anywhere with it, and, and that's fine with me. Like I said, I'm not not really too sure if I want to be in contact with my with my with my donor family. Um, I I don't know how that works. I'm not the only one like that. Some people they they have a real burning desire to do that, which is great. I support them 100, percent and some people are the opposite, like me. And I support them 100%. People who aren't sure, I support them 100% because it's, you know, you write your letters and stuff like that. And and, uh, and other than that, you know, you're, that, that's your choice, right? You can't judge somebody on what decision they're going to make there. Um, so I'm just looking this up. Uh, National Geographic Organ Donation Special. Let's see if that comes up. Um, yeah, again, and there's, there's a couple that come up, but there's always the one, you know, of black market and this, that and everything else. And, and, um, but there's a couple here, organ donation saves many lives, National Geographic. That's a good one. Um, here's another one about matching donors and recipients. So that looks like it's a positive one. Um, organ procurement and transplantation. Here's, there's another one. Um, and I'm not sure where that's from. So in, in, like in Canada, all that stuff is free. I don't know what it, what it is in the States. If you're, you know, if you're donating, organs or whatever I, i'm not sure how their their uh their system works completely or uk or, or anybody else I'm, I'm i'm not sure how that works and and uh that might be something maybe we can get into in a future show or if, if somebody out there knows maybe write down in the comments send me an email and I'll, I'll update it on the next on the next podcast so um in, in on in ontario it worked through the, the trillium foundation and and what you would do is you would send your letter to the Trillium Foundation and they would uh, send a letter off to the donor family and you may or may not get a letter back. And what they were doing with that letter was they were making sure that there wasn't any type of identification possibility. Uh, obviously, the date is well known because the, the, that other family knows when their, their loved one passed away, but they won't say, you know, where the transplant, they'll, you know, if you say where you're from or what you're doing or whatever, they'll, they'll, they'll black that out or change it or, or, or whatever. And then that way there, uh, now in BC now, if both parties mutually agree, 
um, those parties now, I believe, can get together through a through a mediator. Um, in, in, in Alberta, I'm not sure. In Ontario, I believe the Trillium Foundation is still 100% anonymous. And I think that there's states, too, that are and states that aren't. And again, I, I think that just depends on on the uh, on the people. And I mean, really, all in all, in the end, um, I myself, although I understand because I've had a, an organ donation, I understand the fact that a, a person wouldn't say want to reach out or wouldn't want to, um, let's say, have a discussion with me or whatever. But I, you know, I would like a letter. Hey, I, you know, received your son or daughter's kidney, and I really, really appreciate, you know, that that you made this decision, and my life is way better now, and I'm able to do a bunch of things with my wife and kids, and and uh, you know, I'm I'm living, I'm healthy, or you know, I'm getting a second chance to fight this off, or or whatever, and uh, you, you know, you know, that person's moving ahead, moving forward, and hey, you saved somebody. You know, and if, if you're lucky, you know, if you're lucky enough that your your organs or, or a loved one's organs went to like seven or eight different people and they got some tissue and everything else. And, you know, you received a whole bunch of letters of holy, you know, thank you so much for doing this. And thank you so much for doing that. Well, I mean, it's it's at least a little bit of a, a little bit of sugar on on a on a whole pile of sour grapes. Right. You know, it's it's at least a little something saying, well, hey, you know what, at least we saved some people or. Or you know, hey, at least that that person is is uh, is living on. Um, one of the ladies off of one of the transplant pages that I was on posted um, they're doing a uh, Lifetime is the TV premiere home for our movie. It's question of faith. It may be a little religious based, so I, I mean that doesn't bother me. I I, I have faith, so I I'm not too worried about that. It says April 12th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, Pacific Time. Um, hashtag Lifetime is the TV premiere home for our movie, A Question of Faith. And what it has is it has um, a lady that needs a heart. And then there, by the looks of it, um, whoops. Here you go. So it looks like, anyway, it looks like a really good movie. And, and I'm, I'm looking forward to being able to watch it for when it comes out. Um, it, it'll kind of give the other side of, of uh, it, it kind of gives you a heads up on maybe what the family's going to go through. The same with that, um, uh, that David Suzuki special. Um, it, 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 it was really good. I mean, I watched it and it, uh, it, uh, it changed me a bit after, after watching it, you know, seeing how this decision is made and the conversation has to be had because I mean, you're, you're getting to a point where, you know, we've, uh, we've done everything we can and, um, here, I'm just looking this Dave Suzuki one up because it, like I said, it was good. We've done everything we can, and we're wondering if you'd like to, you know, donate your your loved one's organs to people who need it. And but your loved one, they still have temperature, you know, their heart's still beating, they're 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 still alive, right? And that's what, you know, that's what really makes it a a tough decision, especially when um, you get into a, a a case where, you know, there's there's those people out there that always like to um to highlight all the bad things out there they're really good at it or you know they like to hold on to to all things negative or propaganda um or whatever and if you have that sort of thought in your head then it's going to be pretty hard for you to donate because you're going to think well i don't think that they're doing everything for my loved one they'd rather get the organs out so that they can you know i don't know make money I, I don't know what the purpose of it would be, especially here in, let's say, North America. Um, but I can assure you that 
those doctors, and I've seen them in, in action, those doctors doing everything in their possible, nurses, doctors, everybody, um, you know, are, are doing everything in their, in, in, in their realm of expertise to save your loved one. And, you know, when you have some of these experts that have been doing it for, for you know, as many years as they have, they, they do realize when, when there's, you know, a certain point. And I know that there's miracle stories out there where, you know, people come back and, and uh, you know, where, you know, these, there, there's people out there that are saying, hey, you know, we waited and we did this and we did that. You know, our, our loved one came back or, or, you know, they were supposed to be this or they were supposed to be that that's fine and and i i appreciate all that i haven't heard one of those stories in a long time and i think the advances in medicine now compared to to what they were well i know the advances in medicine now compared to what they were five or six years ago even when i got transplanted are far different and i would be really really confident in the fact with our present medical situation that if a doctor said to me, hey, listen, your loved one is not coming back. There's nothing we can do, but we can harvest these organs. Um, then, you know, you're, I would be very, very confident in what that doctor was telling me. Um, I, I would not be second guessing that doctor. 10 or 15 years ago, yeah, I'd probably be like, well, if that person stays in a coma for five years, let's say, in five years, is there going to be something? And maybe now, yeah, you know what? In five years, is there going to be something? Uh, but I think in some cases, from what I've seen in different specials and stuff like that, the person isn't going to last five years anyway. You know, and, and I mean, um, you, you, you know, because of complications or, or you know, if they have a, if, let's say the person has a massive brain aneurysm, um, their brain, they have so much brain damage that they, they're not able to bring them back. Well, you know, I think that that's a, a situation where a doctor can make that call. I, I haven't seen the opposite of that. And, um, you know, I, I look to see. I'm one of those people that, you know, I, I, okay, this is the positive side now. What's the other side? Or what's the other comments about it? And, and try and, and sort it out for myself to see where... Where is the middle ground? And I, you know, I mean, that's important for me to kind of know where, where the middle ground is um, in most cases. And uh, to try and make an educated, you know, decision on that. And I think when you're making a decision for organ donation and your your loved one has said, no, you know what, if, if, if they're calling it a day and they're they're telling me that I'm no more, then, then donate my organs. And I know that there's, I know that there's situations where, um, loved ones will hold it up. A nurse was telling me about a situation like that where the loved one of the loved ones was holding it up, saying, "You know, no, I don't agree with this," and and um, and there was a bit of spite involved in that too. And I think that um, I think this is one of those times where you know you, you have to just let. Just let go. Let the person who's made that decision make the decision. And they've made that decision. So let them, you know, it's their last decision. You shouldn't be overruling a last decision. And I think that I live in Alberta. I'm pretty sure they're putting through legislation. I know the pandemic has kind of caused a little bit of a, a little bit of an issue, but I've read several different spots where it's flattening out. So we should be able to get our lives back and get back to normal. You know, and when you're talking about that as well, and you're talking about, you know, we'll never be normal again, that works for me. Uh, I'm tired of people being one inch behind me in the line and, um, you know, coughing and snorting and, and, and sneezing all over the friggin' place like, you know, like they're animals with no self-concern for anybody else. I have no issue with that whatsoever. You know, if, if people are going to start wearing masks, even better. You know, and, and people should realize if you got a really bad flu, or you, you know, you're really, really sick or whatever, don't go out in public. But people don't. And, and hopefully this pandemic will help that, you know, to, for people to start to understand that there are a lot more people than what you think out there that are immune deficient or are having issues and stuff like that. And they shouldn't have to just stay in their house all the time because 
you staying at home for a day or two, you know, or, or, or away from people or wearing a mask or, or whatever, doing a, a, you know, a selfless thing to protect others is it's not that big of a deal, you know, and that protects everybody else. So I, th this is a good situation. I think the same thing comes when you have to deal with a situation like this. I think it, it becomes more um, beneficial, more important to honor our loved one's decisions. And if, if somebody says, you know, I want this or I want that or I want this at my time of death, then we should be able to um, deal with that. And this pandemic may, may help that because we've, we've actually had to face a lot of obstacles, a lot of struggles, you know, a lot of, a lot of things that, that, have, that have made our life a lot more difficult. Um, please sign up to be an organ donor. Uh, you know, I've, I'm going to have some more videos up on YouTube. I've got a couple up. I'm trying to splice one together. I'm not very good at it, but I'm, I'm hoping when I'm done splicing that together of some snowmobile and I've been out with, um, Gene and Jessica, the one day, Jessica and Tyler, another day, Jessica and I went out and got stuck another day. Uh, Lily and I and Tyler were out another day. And, um, these are, these things that none of these things happen without the heart and in fact none of these things happen without getting the heart getting off my ass getting training um doing the bike getting everything moving again um it's you know it's, a lot of the work is you know is done by me you know behind the scenes and i did have some help this time but a lot of times before that you know i'm loading up all the machines i'm tying all the machines down getting all the machines ready, changing all the oils, doing all that sort of thing, loading the trailer. And I could have never done that with congestive heart failure. And I've only just been able to do it now because of this heart transplant. So uh, it's very, it's, you just have no idea um, unless you've been in a situation, how much of a change it is of not being able to breathe, not being able to walk, having to go dialysis every three days or your liver's almost completely failed and it's you know it's not filtering anything and you're sick all the time you don't feel well you're tired you can't eat you can't breathe all of those things and all of a sudden you wake up and you have a liver you have a heart kidneys pancreas lungs you can breathe you can start to move again so get out there start moving again get out there do your thing get active and enjoy that gift you've been given and in some cases you have people like you know, you have people like Kathy that, that have to fight, 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 fight all the time. Yeah, it's bothersome. Yeah, it's a major pain in her butt. But Kathy's still pretty appreciative of the fact that she's still able to spend time here. Time with her loved ones. Um, you know, I'm sure there's days where she's ready to throw the hat in. Uh, I, I had days like that. We all have days like that when you're that sick, uh, but she keeps fighting. Lots of people out there, they keep fighting. They accept their challenges and and, and they carry on. And when the, when the final bell's ringing and you, know, you have that opportunity to save somebody, we're just asking, please, you know, sign up for that organ donation and and give people the opportunity to live, you know, live through you, through your tragedy, you know, eight, nine lives or somebody can see again and, and uh, somebody can walk again because of a ligament, a burn victim, you know, you, they, they take your skin tissue and, and they, you know, they, they put that skin tissue on a, on a four-year-old baby who was in a bad car accident has burns all over their body, yet it's your skin that saves that four-year-old, and that four-year-old becomes, you know, I don't know, some sort of scientist or, or uh, you know, um, you know, another one of the world's best moms, or, or uh, a dad that you know has a, you know, has a baby and and inspires the baby to do something. You just never know the life story that's going to come out of this this amazing gift that you've given all the positivity and and the love and the beauty and and the you know the world changing gift 
that it is. And that's what it is. You're actually physically changing somebody's world from, uh, in some cases, a horrific limited timeline to a whole brand new opportunity. And there's, there's not many things that you can do in your life that will have that same effect. And if I can do that for somebody, I'm in, I'm all in. Um, you know, uh, I won't know it, but maybe I will. Maybe that's one of the last, and I've been on my deathbed. Maybe that's one of the last thoughts, you know, going through my mind is, oh, maybe I'm going to, maybe I'm going to save Kathy. Maybe I'm going to, you know, maybe my, my liver is going to go to, to some brand new dad, you know, brand new mom. Maybe, maybe my kidney is going to go to, go to a, a, a young person you know, who, who's only, I don't know, 10 years old. And it's going to completely change, change their life. And they're going to be able to go out and play with their friends again, or, or, you know, learn how to hunt or learn how to hike in the woods or whatever. That's, I mean, that's, that's something I'd love to be able to do. So please sign that donor card and, uh, uh, let your family know, hey, I want to be an organ donor and, and you know, live your life and, and love one another and support one another. And, you know, once again, like, uh, I can't put into words how happy I am and thankful I am that my donor family made that decision to um, donate those organs. That's why I'm here. God bless you. Okay, everybody. Um, we'd, we'd like to, you know, spend, send our, our special thoughts and prayers out to Nevin and Kathy. Uh, Shoot for the Vitals had a, had a pretty cool little segment going on on their Instagram and, and their Facebook page. Way to go, guys. Um, all those people out there struggling to stay alive, stay, stay struggling, stay fighting, don't give up um, to the people that have, you know, they're on the other side. Let's, let's try and on the Facebook there today a little bit before I did this podcast and there was somebody going off on a, on a transplant page about some nonsense. And, you know, it's the same thing I always say, Facebook has a scroll button. You don't have to approve of everything that everybody does. If you don't like it, just scroll on. You know, it, it, it doesn't always have to be, why. Well, you know, especially with transplant patients. I mean, what difference does it make? It's our second chance. Let's, let's live. Let's not worry about what um, Frank from, I don't know, wherever has to say about something that he has no idea what he's talking about. Just leave it that way. There's all kinds of people out there that have not a clue of what they're talking about, but they think they're an expert. So just let them think that. Who cares? Scroll on. All right. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Take care and God bless.